Brother Jamie Chuck could I testify? Yes. I had a had a situation this afternoon with my son. He's uh, starting to read the Bible and starting to explore things. Yes. And he was out searching. One of his first mistakes, he was searching in all the wrong places. But he uh, came up with this video that had to do with uh, the Exodus. They were trying to prove when the Exodus, the archaeological finds of when the Exodus was and what caused the Red Sea. To yeah, work. come on. And I was watching that, I was watching that video and I was okay with some of it, but there was two things. If he got down to the Red Sea, they said that, that, that uh, uh, volcano halfway across the Mediterranean caused the Red Sea to fall. Oh, my. I couldn't buy off on that. <laughs> then they were talking about uh, Israelites. There was only 200 years in Egypt. And so after I read, listened to that, yeah. I got a hold of my son. I said, son, I said, number one, you're going to have to back up. You're going to have to either believe the Bible. Yes. Right. Amen. You know, you've got to believe every word in it. And he said, yes. but dad, this was all. And I said, no. I said, the Israelites was in Egypt 400 years. Right. Right. And the Red Sea departed, parted because God parted the sea. Right. Right. It had nothing to do with no earthquake. If it happened, And so I had to, I had Hallelujah. to try to set him down over in the corner and say, yeah. hey, you need to read the Bible yeah. and believe yeah. what the Bible says. Yeah. 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 And so that's what it Listen, guys. Thank the Lord. Hallelujah. Yes, Lord Jesus. Thank the Lord. To believe the Word of God. That is the basis of our faith, is to believe God. Because when we believe God, we'll obey God. And when we obey God, we please God. Hallelujah. Uh, kind of like Brother Robert Day, if I. If I start blowing my nose or sneeze while I'm talking, just forgive me. It's, there's, it's, my car is yellow. Um, it's, it's getting there. Okay. If you've got your Bibles, and I do thank you for the offering. I know I don't usually say that, but I probably should. Thank you for it. Uh, let's turn to 1 Timothy chapter 2. 1 Timothy chapter 2. And we'll start in, uh, in verse 14. We're jumping right in. I'm not going to start in the, in the beginning of it. I'm going to try to pick my text out here in the last verse. But when you have it, you can stand. You can already if you're able to. First Timothy chapter 2. Are you there? All right. Verse 14 says, And Adam was, Adam was not deceived, but the woman being deceived was in the transgression, notwithstanding. She shall be saved... Can you say with me, saved? Saved. Thank you. All right. Be saved in childbearing if, can you say if with me? Yeah. If. If they continue in faith and charity and holiness with sobriety. Let's read that last verse again. Notwithstanding, she shall be saved in childbearing if they continue in faith and charity and holiness with sobriety. The Lord would help me. I don't really know what title it is, so it's kind of off the cuff, but I'd like to preach on continue on in these things. Continue on. Let's pray.
Father, I thank you, Lord, for what you've already done, God. I thank you, Lord, for allowing us to come together, Lord, in this service, God. And I pray, Lord, from the front to the back, God, will you move tonight, Lord. God, will you move in a mighty way. Will you show yourself strong unto your people tonight, God. Lord, encourage us, God. Strengthen us, Lord, in Jesus' name. And, Lord, revive us, I pray, God. Bless this altar service, Lord. Help me to say the things that you'd have me say and not the things you'd have me not to say, Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen. You can be seated. Thank you. It says, notwithstanding, she shall be saved. I'm kind of taking this a little out of context, but I, I believe it still applies. Um, she shall be saved in childbearing if they continue in faith and charity and holiness. That is a very important word. And it's putting them together. It's not isolating one thing. Faith and charity and holiness. A lot of people would like to quote that verse. Without holiness, no man shall see the Lord. You can stop and put a period on it. It's great. That's right. That's correct. And peace with all men. Right? Uh, without holiness, no man shall see the Lord. Follow peace with all men. There it is. Follow peace with all men and holiness without which no man shall see the Lord. That is true for us still today. Yeah. It wasn't just true for them, and we know this, but I want to encourage you to continue on in these things. Amen. Uh, the Bible says, He that endureth unto the end, the same shall be saved. Right. The same shall be saved. We have not made it yet, brother. Right. We have not made it where we've walked, where we're standing at the aisle, if you so to speak, and we see the Lord Jesus coming down the aisle, coming to get us, take us home. We haven't gotten there yet. Right. But there has been folks that have been in that place. They've made it. They've gone on to the other side. They've continued on in these things. They've proven themselves faithful. Some are, all are called, but only few are chosen. Why are only few chosen? It is because when God calls you, there is only a certain amount or a certain percentage, if you will, and that actually choose to stay with God. They choose to continue on with God and choose to continue on in these things. But there is the majority that have been called that have not been chosen because they don't continually choose God. They don't stay with the things of God. They, they, they start off good, but then they're gone. Right. But I'd rather be one of those that's counted in that number that go all the way to the end. He that endureth. He that overcometh. Not just one thing or a few things, brother. We have not made it yet. But if we'll continue on in these things, if we'll be faithful unto death, if we'll overcome unto the end, we shall make it. We shall see Jesus coming. Amen. And we'll be able to stand before Him him that is able to keep us, amen, from all sin and from falling and to yeah. present us faultless yeah. before the throne of His yeah. glory. If we continue in these things, if we overcome, if, right, right? continually, right. continually. The first one is faith. If you'll turn with me again to Hebrews chapter 11. Hebrews chapter 11, we're going to go through it here. <coughs> The whole chapter is great, but I, I, I don't think I'm smart enough or, or, or preach the whole chapter. We might not even have time. I don't know. But I'm going to start in uh, chapter 11, verse, uh, I'm going to start in verse 31. It says, By faith the harlot Rahab perished not with them that believed not when she had received the spies 
with peace. You know, I've heard folks talk about Rahab say, well, you know, she, because she did, she lied to the people that came up and said, well, you know, she lied to them. And I guess they were put in the hall of faith. She was, so I guess it's all right for us to do the same thing. God understands certain circumstances and God looks over sin, blah, blah, blah. No. She wasn't put in the hall of faith, brother, because she lied. She was put in the hall of faith because she did this. It says, when she had received the spies with peace, her lie was on her. I believe God could have protected them and did his will with her not lying. But anyhow, that's another thing. She was put here, though. When she had received the spies with peace, verse 32, 32 and what shall I say, more say, for the time would fail me to tell of Gideon. Amen. This was the man that, that the angel came up to him, and he said... Uh, Said something great to him. I can't remember exactly what it was. The mighty man of valor. That he came up to him and he said that. And he said, me? But I'm the least in my father's house. Me? I'm, the, I'm, just, I'm just a little guy. You know, my, my father's blah, blah, blah. But God used him in a mighty way. And of Barak and of Samson and of Jephthah. Of David also. This was the man that God said, I will choose a man. Amen. Uh, uh, that's a man after my own heart. He told Saul this. David also and Samuel and of the prophets who through faith subdued kingdoms wrought righteousness obtained promises. This brother was by faith. I'm preaching on continue on in these things. The first one being faith. By faith they did what? They subdued kingdoms. Amen. This was David. This was Moses. This was the children of Israel. Amen. When Moses and the children, I can't remember who they were fighting, maybe the Amalekites or somebody and they were out fighting these other people and, and as long as Moses had had his hands up worshiping God. The, the, the battle was on God's side. They prevailed. They won. And I've wondered here recently, God, why did you let the whole battle be on Moses, be on this one man? You're God. You know, there, I was up in Albany and the preacher was preaching. He said something that I was like, wow, that's great. There is no opposite to God. Quote, Brother Munez, that's not me. There is no opposite to God. There's not God and then the devil. That's not how that works. There's, there's no opposite. God is God and the devil's down here. It's not like he comes up and says, Oh, he almost won that time. Or, Oh, he almost got it. No, it does not work that way. God is greater than the devil, brother. Run him out. Amen. He can fight him off. He can speak the word and he'll be gone. But in this certain circumstance, he let the whole battle be on Moses' hands. Literally. He let it be on them raised up. And this man was not superhuman. This man was under the same passions that you and I were, just as Elisha and Elijah, who also did great works by faith. But Moses got tired after a while and they got a little down. You ever praised God so much that you lost your voice just from praising? You ever worshiped God and sought God for a long time? Amen. Up at the altar. I remember I was seeking for the Holy Ghost. Here or somewhere in another church. It didn't matter what the preacher had preached. It didn't matter what so-and-so testified. It didn't matter if they came in. Amen. Dead as a doornail. I wanted the Holy Ghost. And after a while, I believed God could give me the Holy Ghost right there that night. So I came up to the altar. I prayed and sought God. And as Moses, I put my hands up and I worshiped God. But man, I'd start getting a little sore. And I'd say, oh God, I don't want to put them down. And I'm telling you, sometimes a brother would come and he'd hold the arm up. Amen. He'd get tired and I'd say, oh, I feel a little better. I can praise God a little more. Amen. But sometimes they would get tired and I'd have to switch and all that. You know, because I wanted something from 
God, brother. Amen. The kingdom of God suffereth violence unto this day. I've got so many, so much to preach, but it's just coming out. Please forgive me. Amen. And get on the train while it's here. Amen. Because God's got a door open and He's wanting you to go further than you've ever been. Amen. In, the, in this revival or in this service, I don't know, but I'm just telling you. Amen. Come on and go with me. Amen. The saints are marching on. They're going to heaven. And if you continue on in these things, you can go with us. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. So they got tired after a while. Those hands went down and the battle for the enemy began to prevail. Amen. Hallelujah. Please tell me if I'm wrong or if I'm out of order because I'm not the pastor. Praise God. Hallelujah. Sorry. But it's never out of order to worship God. Hallelujah. Now I'm not talking about trying to, trying to shout the pastor down because you don't like things he's telling you. Or you don't like the things he's trying to chastise you about. I mean, with the word of God and with the love of God. I'm not telling about that. But I'm talking about real genuine worship in the Holy Ghost. Amen. Or not in the Holy Ghost. David danced before the Lord with all his might. Yes, that's right. Amen. He didn't have to feel a feeling. But brother, I'm telling you, if I feel a feeling from God, amen, God help me. I don't want to sit there and wonder, is this God? Is this me? And then it's gone. Amen. I want to go ahead and jump on it, on that wave and ride the Holy Ghost and let him do what he's wanting to do with me and believe God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Continue on in faith. Faith. You don't see it. You're not supposed to. That's faith. We don't walk by sight. The opposite. We walk by faith. But brother, faith is not faith in itself. Faith is not faith in me. And it's not just this magical feeling that if I work myself up enough, well, something's going to happen. That's not faith. Faith is faith in what God has said. Faith is believing what God said and obeying what God said. Amen. God spoke to Abraham and he said, go. Actually, first he said, you're going to have a child. And his wife laughed. And God said, Sarah, why would you laugh? Remember, he asked Abraham, why did Sarah just laugh? Amen. But the Bible says that Abraham wavered not in this. He believed God. And after a while, God came through. It didn't happen the next day. But it happened just in God's time that God did what God said he was going to do. And he had a child. And you know the story. Amen. The child's name was Isaac. And God said, go up into the mountain and I want you to sacrifice him. Worship that baby. He didn't worship that son. Amen. But he did what God said to do. We've got a lot of mamas and daddies. Amen. That would rather see their children go to hell. Amen. Than the pastor get up and tell them what they ought to be doing and how they ought to be living. But brother, you don't realize. Amen. And I'm not just talking to y'all. I don't know why I'm saying it's not in here. Amen. But I'm telling you, there's a lot of babies. Amen. And children that want to live for God. But mama and daddy says no. Amen. Don't listen to him. Brother Jeff's just a little, amen, a little over on that side. Amen. You don't have to listen to that. It's a little extreme. Amen. But if you go ahead and get under the man of God, amen, and get under the pastor and get under Moses and lift up those hands that hang down, you'll begin to see something in your home. You'll begin to see victory in your home. You'll begin to see, amen, what God desired of the home. For that's where it starts. They don't start here, brother. You can get a victory here, but you overcome out there. But it starts at home. I'm preaching on continue on in these things. Continue on in faith. Hallelujah. Amen. Let's read on. 
Amen. It says, who through faith subdue kingdoms, Amen. wrought righteousness, obtained promises, stopped the mouths of lions. I don't know exactly what he was thinking, but I'm thinking Daniel. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. I don't think Daniel literally went over and got a string and tied their mouth. The Bible doesn't say that. Amen. But the Bible says God sent an angel to stop their mouth and to close their mouth. Daniel was not somebody. Listen to me, young boy and girl. One. But I'm just telling you, listen to me. I'm telling you, Daniel did not get a prayer life. And we've talked about this in Sunday school. Amen. Daniel did not get a prayer life. Amen. When he got taken off to Babylon. Daniel did not get something from God and say, oh, hurry up, hurry up. Oh, give me, oh, give me, oh. No, he had a prayer life, I believe, before he was carried away. Amen. Before Darius came. Amen. And by the, the, the whatever mess that was going on. Amen. The jealousy or the politics or whatever it was that they threw him in that lion's den. He already had something with God. Hallelujah. Though those around him were doing whatever they wanted to do. Though those around him were not living for God. They were not praying. They were not having faith. They were not obeying God. Amen. Trust and obey. Obey, hallelujah. They were not doing that. Amen. But here goes Daniel in the morning, in the afternoon, and in the evening. He prayed three times a day, every day, every day, every day. Amen. I wonder if Daniel was there one day and he said, you know, this is getting a little tiring. I'm kind of tired of just praying all day, every day. Or maybe he was excited. Maybe he got up in the morning, I don't know, and he said, ooh, I can't wait to go pray today. Amen. Oh, here's something. What's that? They say they're going to put me in jail and kill me if I pray again. Well, I don't care because i got to go pray. Amen. He had something so deep with God. Amen. I want you to hear me. He had such an experience with God. Amen. That it was so down deep that it didn't matter if it was in the face of death. It didn't matter if it was in the face of lions. It didn't matter if his friend said, what are you doing? You're, you're, you're looking dumb up there. Amen. Disobeying the king's orders and still making your petitions to God. He still went on. He still prayed. He had so much of God faith in God and an experience in Him that He went on for God even in the face of, of adversity. Amen. Quench the violence of fire. Escape the edge of the sword. Out of weakness were made strong. I think of Paul. Amen. Excuse me. Waxed valiant in fight. Turned to flight the armies of the aliens. Women received their dead, raised to life again, and others were tortured. You say, that's how great. That's awesome. This is going to be a, a good little light. Ooh, what's that? What happened? I thought God's people never went through anything. I thought God's people was just, it was just hunky-dory and good and, and dandy and just going down life's road and getting blessing and glory to glory. Well, between glory and glory, amen, you got a valley. Between the mountaintop and the mountaintop, you got a valley. Amen. That's where Daniel was. But Daniel kept praying. Amen. It's, it's, it's not, I don't believe in all this. Well, if, if, if you're saved, you're going to have a big bank account. And if you're sanctified, you're going to be rich and have a plane and this, that, and the other. Amen. That's not the, the that's not what, what, what shows, I can't think of the word, that's not what shows our faith in God. Amen. Even Paul said, through nakedness and peril and sword, brother, I'm not trying to discourage you tonight. I'm trying to tell you to hold to the old paths. Amen. And get a hold in the, the Word of God. Amen. And continue on in these things. Women received their dead raised to life again and others were tortured not accepting deliverance. Just up a little further, it talks about the faith of Moses.
Moses, amen, refused to be called the son of Pharaoh's daughter, choosing rather to suffer affliction with the people of God than to enjoy the pleasures of sin for a season. Amen. I believe we all have got that little fork in the road. Maybe some's younger, maybe some's older. We probably get a whole lot more than just that one. Amen. But the devil comes and says, what are you doing here? Suffering all this affliction. You've got a low bank account. All this is going on and happening. God's not even pleased with you. That's why, because all this is happening. Why don't you just go out and go into sin? Why don't you just compromise and go this way and go that way? Don't you see nobody wants what you have? Don't you see nobody likes all this? Why don't you just give in a little bit? Amen. And do this and do that and allow this and allow that. Will you go ahead and do that? Amen. And the church will probably get full. Amen. But it's not going to have what Daniel had. Amen. It's not going to have what Paul had. Amen. You're going to raise a generation. Amen. Of Christians that are anemic and limp-wristed and no backbone. Amen. They're going to stand in the face of adversity and they're going to fall. Jesus talked about those kind of people. They were the ones that when offenses came, amen, and temptations came, they had no root in themselves. They sprung up quick, but they had no root, brother, and they fell away. Hallelujah. I'm skipping ahead of myself, but you know there is people today, I, I believe that the, the majority of sinners today, they are looking for something real. They are not looking for something that is dead. They are, hallelujah, and pray for dead people. Amen. Dead people praying for dead people. Amen. We've got to have something. Amen. When we come down to the altar. Amen. I'm saying me too. When we pray. When we seek God. Amen. When we intercede for these. Amen. Hallelujah. And others had trial of cruel mockings and scourgings. Yea, moreover of bonds and imprisonment. They were stoned. They were sawn asunder. Were tempted. Were slain with the sword. These are God's people. These were faithful people. These were people that really held to the word of God. We just read about the great exploits that they did for God. Now look what's happening to them. But yet their faith. Amen. They had faith. So they stood in the face of it. Hallelujah. Amen. I've heard it said in so many words. That is where your real faith is. It's not here in front of the lights, really. Amen. We can, and we, this is needful, brethren. This is needful to come together and get in the presence of God. I'm taking too long. I'm sorry. But this is needful to come together. Amen. We should not forsake the assembling of ourselves together. Amen. As the manner of some it says is, but this is past tense, was and is, brother. This is the manner of some. We don't need church. I don't need that. You don't have to do that, blah, blah, blah. But I'm telling you, we don't have to forsake it. Amen. But if you really want victory, amen, when that temptation comes, amen, when they tell you to quit praying, amen, when they tell you to quit living for God, when they tell you to quit having faith, amen, that's the test. And I think if we can get over that, it'll become Stronger or something, I don't know, but it'd be great. Amen. Of whom the world was not worthy, they wandered in deserts and in mountains and in dens and caves of the earth. Hallelujah. Of whom the world was not worthy. Amen. Hallelujah. Love not this present world, neither the things that are in this world. The world was not worthy of them. Amen. And they were not worthy of the world. Hallelujah. They were dead. Amen. Unto the world. And the world was dead unto them. They loved not this present world. And they didn't love the things that are in this world. That's two separate things. 
things, brethren. They did not love this present world. And they did not love the things that are in it, which is the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, and the pride of life. We'll get to that later. Of whom the Lord was not worthy. They wandered in deserts and in mountains and dens and caves of the earth. And these all having obtained a good report. Hallelujah. Through faith. Receive not the promise. God having provided some better thing for us that they without us should not be made perfect. They made it. Hallelujah. They proved themselves faithful. They chose God, were called, and were chosen. They continued on in faith. Amen. In the midst of adversity, in the midst of highs, and in the midst of lows, they continued trotting on. Amen. Continue on, weary pilgrim. Don't stay here for this world. It's not your home, but continue on. We are pilgrims and strangers in the earth. Amen. You might like to sing about it or say it or preach about it or whatever, but I'm telling you it's more than just a word. We've got to live like pilgrims. We've got to live like strangers in the earth. Amen. To not love this world. Amen. Up in Albany, there he was preaching about how to overcome the devil. The last night, the last thing to overcome the devil was to, to, to love not your life unto the death. Amen. Amen. Yeah. Love it not. I don't even know where I'm at. Oh. Amen. Daniel's friends as well, they had faith. They stood when everybody else was kneeling. And they said, even if he doesn't deliver us, he will. But even if he doesn't, we will still serve him. Continue on in these things. Faith and charity. That is the next one in the list. Charity. Loving God and loving your neighbor. I've talked about it before. Lovest thou me more than these? Then feed them. If you love me, love them. Yeah. Amen. We, you know, homosexuality is a sin. Adultery, excuse me, is a sin. Yes. Fornication is a sin. Yes. Amen. Hallelujah. It doesn't matter if everybody's doing it. Amen. It still matters that the Word of God says that it is sin. But brother, if you sit down on that pew and you have a proud look over to your brother across the pew or you're harboring bitterness inside your heart against so-and-so or against the pastor, amen, because you disagree with how he chastened so-and-so, that person that gets offended for themselves. Usually it's somebody else that gets offended for somebody else and then they get offended for somebody else and therefore the word of God is true when it says that bitter the root of bitterness and therefore many be defiled. That is sin my brother. If you harbor that in your heart. Amen. If you feel something you need to get down and pray. Amen. You need to get down and make things right with God and if you have to go down to that person and say, I am sorry. Amen. We got revival coming up. But I want to shout and praise God and run the aisles. Okay, great. But before we do that, brother, we've got to get our hands clean. For he said, lift your hands without wrath and without doubting. Amen. Worship God in the beauty of holiness. Is holiness beautiful to you? Hallelujah. 
Hallelujah. I got a whole section on holiness. Amen. But it just runs into everything. Because God said, I am holy. It's not just a little attribute of God that He chooses to get up and get down or whatever. God is holy. Hallelujah. Lord, forgive me. I, I, I'm skipping way ahead, but I want to say it. The Lord will help me. Uh, uh, Brother Tim Hudson talked about in that message that you gave me. I've listened to it over and over. i got to give it back to him. I'm still borrowing. He didn't give it to me. But I, I've listened to it a, a lot of times. And he said that, that there was a cra something crazy happening in the church. And I'll go ahead and tell you. He said they, I think they grew up by the church and they looked out and they saw this nasty, bucking beast you've ever seen. I saw that. And he wouldn't really tell what it is. But they were having church trouble. Oh Amen. Oh and he was in Orion. Him and his wife went to eat in Orion's. He said in Orion's, bro. Here in Orion's. You remember that, Brother Jackie? And he was praying, thinking, meditating, I guess. And the Holy Ghost came on him in that restaurant. You know, the Holy Ghost. You can be Pentecostal when you go outside the doors. Yeah, that's right. Hallelujah. That's right. Amen. Got a little dangerous before riding down the road. Hallelujah. But it was worth it. Hallelujah. Amen. I've wrote him, I'm sorry, I've, I've wrote him a grant, and this ain't me, this is the Lord. I'm telling you, I just got saved, and I was excited, and I was in the, I didn't have my own car, I don't think then, but anyways, I was riding with my grandparents, my, my cousin was on this side, this is just, this is free, I guess, and I was, my cousin was here, he was a little bitty thing, and, and we were listening to music, and he had one earbud, and I had another earbud, next thing I know, the Holy Ghost comes down in the car, and I begin to shout, and the earbud comes out the ear, he don't know what's going on, he's trying to put the earbud back in my ear, but I'm having a good time because the Holy Ghost was in the car. My grandma was not saved. Hallelujah. Was crying. Amen. My grandpa was up there. Amen. The Holy Ghost. Somebody that had an experience with God. Amen. And didn't continue on with God. Amen. And they lost it all. Amen. And they continued on in their own way. And now they're paying for it. Hallelujah. You go ahead and continue and obey God where you're at. Hallelujah. The Holy Ghost came down. I got out of that truck. Amen. And I just couldn't contain myself. Amen. Coming into church and would run around because God would deal with me. God would teach you how to worship and pray and seek Him if you'll let Him. I opened that door. I got out of that truck and I took off running, brother. I'm telling you, you can worship God. You can be Pentecostal in a Pentecostal church and you can be Pentecostal when you go home. Amen. You don't have to take the tuck hail. Amen. And get down in your prayer closet and say, Oh, Lord, I hope they don't hear me. Amen. But you can pray and you can seek God. You can fast. Amen. You can, uh, you can obey God where you are at. Hallelujah. I don't remember where I was. Praise God. Hallelujah. Well, let's just start here. Charity. Loving God and loving your neighbor. Amen. That is important. Not harboring bitterness or hatred or jealousy. But loving them, jealousy is as cruel as the grave. Amen. I'm not an angel, you know. I got, I got to deal with these things. Amen. But when you begin to harbor something, it will eat you alive and it will steal your experience with God. Hallelujah. Not loving uh, the wrong things. Amen. But loving God. Not putting something or somebody else in the position that only God should be. Hallelujah. But putting Him first. First, putting Him only. Not making equals on your bedside and say, here's my God for Monday, here's my God for Tuesday, and then there's Jesus over on Sunday and Wednesday. No, but, but, but loving Him. And him alone. Because when you love Him, I saw a little, Lord Jesus, help me. 
I saw a little notebook that said, I'm just going to talk to Jesus today. And I thought, that's fine. You go ahead. He's going to tell you to talk to somebody else after a while. <laughs> Amen. All right. Amen. Not loving the wrong thing, but loving God. Not have misplaced affections, but loving our God. Amen. You can have a misplaced affection. Not loving this present world or the things that are in this world. Brother, we are pilgrims and we are just passing through. This is not our home. This is not our place of residence. We're just going through. Amen. Brother, if we could get that and act like that on a daily basis and live like that, brother, I'm telling you, we would be a peculiar people. We would be a strange people unto God. They would say, why are they doing that? Look at them. Amen. But we're passing through. Amen. As a pilgrim passing through, I, I, I'd forgotten to look this up, so please tell me if I'm wrong. I've never drove a truck. Have you, did you used to drive a truck, didn't you? Did you drive a truck? No, you worked on it. Okay. Okay, when you see the little sign that says no through trucks, they're not allowed to go in there, right? Yeah. Wow. Okay, all right, just want to make sure. So as a truck driver, there are places they're not allowed to go through. Hallelujah. But as pilgrims, brethren, there are places that we are not supposed to be going through. We're passing through. But if you go down a little side road, you're going to be stuck there. There's not going to be a turnaround. Amen. But as a pilgrim, there are certain drives or whatever you want to say that we are not supposed to be going through. This is not our home. Brother, I'm preaching to you on continue on. Amen. As pilgrims, we should not be going to the theaters, amen, or the movie houses, whatever you want to call them. Amen. As pilgrims, we should not be going to the bars. Hallelujah. As pilgrims, we should not be going to strip joints and whatever you want to call Well, wait a minute, brother. We know that. We believe in that. Amen. But there's some, God forgive me, that'll get up and they'll say God said to go into that strip joint and, 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 and whatever and, and preach the gospel and tell them about Jesus. I don't know, brother. I don't know. I I don't, I don't see God calling a pilgrim, amen, to go into some of those places. I, I know you're trying to be a witness, amen. I know you're trying to be a light, amen. But there's a stumbling block there, amen. You're not an angel, amen. You haven't made it yet. You are a pilgrim that's on your way, amen, to heaven, to your real home. And there's some places, brother, that we're not supposed to be going through. There's some signs. If we'll look around in prayer and we'll look around in the Word of God, we'll see that there's signs that says no through pilgrims. Amen. Don't go this way. Do not enter. Amen. No way out. Amen. Yield to God if you want to. Amen. But don't go those places that God don't want us going. Hallelujah. They're looking for something that's real. They're not looking for something that's going to compromise for them to win them. Win the lost at any cost. I've heard homeless people say, win the lost at any cost. That's not right. I can't win the lost at the cost of my own soul and my own experience. I can't win the lost at that, brother. I've got to have what I have and keep it. Amen. God may not give it to me again. Amen. I may drop it and drop it off the side of the broke like Brother Robert's talking about. Amen. And God may not call me to do that again. Amen. I've got to continue on for God. Amen. But God is well able. Amen. To keep that which I've committed under His trust against that day. Amen. Within my own self, brother, I wouldn't have fallen miserably. Amen. But with God, 
God. Amen. His grace is sufficient. He's able to keep that. Amen. If you only give Him a little bit and you say, this is all I'm going to give you, well, that's all He's going to keep. But if you give Him everything from your head to your feet, He is able to keep that which you have committed unto His trust. Against that day. Hallelujah. They're wanting something real. Amen. There are places that we shouldn't be going. And I put ghost tours in here. Hey, that, it's, it's, I'm telling you. You, you. you may think, no, no. we wouldn't. There are folks that think it's okay to go down to Savannah, Georgia. Lord help me. To go down there and get them a little ticket. Get on the creepy bus. And go down to the pirate's house and the, and the crabs, whatever. I don't even know all the places. And, and go to those places and have a ghost tour. Well, it's just, we're just playing around. It's just entertainment. It's just fun. No, you're playing with something very dangerous when you do that. You are opening yourself up to something that is demonic, my friend. Amen. It is not just fun and games. There has been people, and I'm not trying to be weird, that has seen some crazy stuff. It ain't of God, my friend. It is devilish. It is demonic. Amen. And there are places which we should not be going. Hallelujah. They are wanting something different. They are wanting somebody that is washed in the blood Amen. of Jesus Christ. Amen. The, 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 a lot of church, I, I got to hurry, Jim. I'm sorry. A lot of folks today, they'll preach and teach about the blood and they'll say, well, the blood, you know, it covers your sins. It justifies you and make your sins. It's just as if they never happened. That's right. But then they'll go on and they'll say, and now that you're covered, you can live however way you want to live. It's all right because you're covered by the blood and the blood's forgiving you and it's cleansing and it's doing all that. But that's not really how that works. Amen. When you step outside of the protection of that blood, when you get out of that, when you put a new spot on your heart, amen, that God has already covered, you've got to get that covered again. It don't just stay like that. Amen. That's why it's so important to continue on in these things. Amen. He said if we fall, we can confess our sins. There's a, an advocate, amen, that's faithful and just to forgive us our sins. I put two verses together, but you know what I mean. But I'm telling you, it's important to continue yes. on. Yes. To continue on. Amen. So I guess that brings me to my next point, which I've been kind of dipping into all the whole time. Uh, continue on in faith. Continue on in charity. And last but not least, continue on in holiness. What is holiness? Holiness, I know we know this. It's a separation from the world. And a separation to God. Yeah. Amen. It is being set apart. It, it's not just the fact of being different. But if you want to be different. Amen. Live for God. Right. If you want to be different. You can follow God. And you're going to be a little strange. You're going to be a little different. Yes. Actually you will be different. You're, you're not going to look like everybody else. You're not going to do the same things that everybody else does. It's just the fact of it. God's peace said, be ye holy, for I am holy. God, I, I told you before, there is no opposite. There is no equal. There is nothing or nobody that comes close. He is God. He is set apart. He is different. He is clean. He is holy. He is sanctified. He's apart. And he said, be ye holy as I am holy. It was instituted and commanded 
and started by God. Be holy for I am holy. Jesus reiterated this in the New Testament. If you're, if you're like that, you say, I don't like the Old Testament, New Testament. He said, be ye perfect as I, as your Father which in heaven is perfect. Amen. There are folks who will say uh, the word holiness, but they don't really mean holiness. They'll say, oh, yeah, 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 I believe in holiness too. But they look like everybody else. They're not following what the Word of God said to do. They think that, you know, well, I got sanctified one time, so I must be good now. I don't believe in once saved, always saved. Neither does the Word of God teach it. Amen. I don't believe in, sanct in sanct once sanctified, always sanctified. I don't believe in once Holy Ghost filled, always Holy Ghost filled. This is a religion that you have to carry on. This is a religion that you have to continue on. Amen. And not stop halfway, build your tent on the side of the mountain, and say, well, I like this view. It looks pretty good. That you're a pilgrim. You've got to go on. There's a home. Amen. After you get through with all your journey. Hallelujah. Continue on in holiness. Hallelujah. I'm not going to hit everything, but I, I'd like to hit a few if that's all right. Holiness of dress, modesty. Right here in, in when, where we read in 1 Timothy, go up a little bit. And God was commanding his people, men and women, to dress, to be, to put on modesty. Amen. Modesty goes a little deeper than just the dress. But brother, if, 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 and I know we know this, and I'm saying continue on, but I'm saying if, if somebody can't accept the outward, how are they supposed to accept the inward? If you get so offended at the preacher or the pastor for, for saying something against your outward life, amen, how is God going to deal with you about those little wicked things in your heart as bitterness and jealousy and hatred and envy and strife, amen, and malice? How is He supposed to deal with you about that, about the inside of the cup, when you won't even accept the outside of the cup that God has commanded. Amen. Modesty of dress. I'm closing uh, here a little bit. I'm, I'm trying to hurry. Modesty of dress. Amen. I got chicken scratch. I got to read it. Aha. The Bible says, that's what my, my trouble is. The Bible says in the book of Revelation that John, he saw, well, he, was, he saw a revelation. But the revelation, you know, there's a lot in revelation that I don't understand. I'm sorry. If you do, help me. <laughs> but, but the one thing that I do pretty well get, right in the beginning sentence, it said the revelation of Jesus Christ. Amen. This was the revelation. Jesus, or John saw the Lord Jesus Christ. He said, he, he, he said, I am Alpha and Omega, the first and the last. Amen. He turned around and he saw him. Amen. And he said he was clothed with a garment down to the foot. Amen. It wasn't shorts that he was in. It wasn't some little, little run around tunic. It was a garment that was all the way down to the foot. I'm talking about continuing on in holiness. Specifically here, holiness dress. Job talked about his sufferings. Uh, I believe is what it was that his it, it, it bound him up like his collar. Amen. This was not a v-neck collar. This was not a collar that was buttoned down to the belly button. Amen. This was not a Collar to show your chest. Amen. This was something modest. Amen. Up here. Amen. Job talked about that. You can go look it up. Amen. Modesty. Modesty is denoting chastity. Amen. Not lewdness or looseness. Amen. But chastity. If your dress is showing 
your body, if it's tight fitting, if it's showing skin, it is not modest, my friend. Amen. Men and women, you may not like this, but I believe this. This is what the Lord dealt with me about. Amen. And I remember I came here and I said, well, well, well look at there. Some of the things that the Lord deal with me about. Amen. I, nobody told me, nobody come to me and said, now you need to start doing this. I came here and said, well, they're preaching it behind the pulpit. How about that? That's what the Lord dealt with me about when I was going to another church. And they were saying, now you don't have to do that. That's all right. You, don't, you ain't got to do that. Amen. I believe in long sleeves. Yeah, Amen. I don't have. I, 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 do you understand? I don't have tattoos to have to cover up. I, I, don't, I don't have. But I believe in long sleeves. Yeah. The Lord's dealt with me about long sleeves. Amen. Hallelujah. All right. And I believe in pants down to the foot, not shorts. Hallelujah. Amen. I believe in pants on men and dresses or skirts on women. Right. Amen. I believe that if your split goes all the way up to your thigh, then your dress is all the way up to your thigh. Right. Amen. I believe if you've got a little split in your pants that goes up to your thigh, brother. Amen. That's how, how that's how much it goes up to. You've got shorts on. You don't have pants on. Yeah. Amen. 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 Modesty in dress and in character. Amen. And in character. You can be immodest by the way that you talk and still have modest clothes on, brother. You can go out of these church doors and make some lewd, loose sexual joke and have a good old jolly time about it in your long sleeves and your long pants, but you're not modest. Amen. God doesn't laugh at jokes like that. Amen. I, I'm, I'm not against joking around and things like that, but God don't think that stuff's funny. No. no. Filthy jesting, filthy talk. Yes. Modesty in dress and modesty in character. Amen. You can be modest in all of that and still be immodest at the things you're looking at on your cell phone. Amen. You say, but I'm not looking up, forgive me, I'm not looking up pornography or anything like that. Amen. But you're looking up things, amen, that's pulling on your flesh and you know what you're doing, brother. I have been there just as I'm telling you. Amen. It's pulling on you. You may not be looking up the things exactly, but you know what you're looking at and you know what you're doing. And brother, I'm telling you, that is not modesty. That is not what God commanded His people to do. That is not acting as a pilgrim. Amen. But that is the contrary. That's the opposite. David said, I will set no wicked thing. Y'all can come and get a song ready. I'm quitting. I need to hush. David said, I will set no wicked thing before mine eyes. Amen. Every time you turn that television on. Amen. And I, I hope we don't have any praise God, but I'm just telling you, continue on. Amen. Maybe you don't, but, 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 but I have. Amen. People trying to say that we're not on the right path. This isn't right. Amen. But I can take you to the very spot. Amen. That the Holy Ghost came on me and I had never spoken tongues before. Amen. He came on me and dealt with me about different things in my life. I wanted the Holy Ghost so bad. I remember saying, God, I won't do it. Amen. Because I'd rather have that. I'd rather have you. Amen. Brother, and if you want to continue and keep the Holy Ghost or get the Holy Ghost, you've got to continue on in modesty. You've got to continue on in holiness. Amen. You've got to continue on in the Word of God. Hallelujah. 
He said, I will set no wicked thing before mine eyes. Well, I don't have a TV. Amen. But you know you're doing that when you download Facebook and look at it. Do you go on Facebook Marketplace? Amen. I don't believe Facebook is a sin because it, it, it's got this and that and the other. But you know, there's a verse in the Scriptures, Acts 17. i got to find it. I wrote it down. Acts 17, 21. It says, they spent their time in nothing else but to either tell or to hear some new thing. Thing. Brother, this was gossip. This is the very epitome of Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat. Snapchat's a little more vulgar than the other ones. But I'm telling you, there is devilish things in here. And just as David said, I will not set this before mine eyes. Amen. I am a pilgrim unto God. I am a sanctified vessel. I am a child of God. Amen. You stand at your work. Amen. And all the, 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 all the, the men are telling a nasty joke. And you sit there like this. And they say, well, why didn't you laugh? You say, because I'm a child of God. I'm sanctified unto God. I don't laugh at things like that. Well, I don't want to be a bigot and things like that. Well, I'm sorry. I don't. I try not to. Amen. I will set no wicked thing before my eyes. Amen. That is what that is. You go on Facebook, you'll see a lot of happy people. Amen. It's lies, my friend. You'll see a lot of people that look like they're having a good time and a lot of people that look like they're having a happy time. Man, they look attractive. But then when you meet them in real life, that ain't them. What happened to them? I don't know what happened. Because they put four filters on it. They, they moved it around and whatnot. But I'm telling you, amen, it's nothing but a bunch of phoniness. But this world is looking for something that's real, brother. And he's called us to go out into the highways and into the byways. Amen. But if you compromise and you fall off the bandwagon and you pick up the things that you put down, you're not going to be able to win nobody for God. Amen. You're just going to lead them on into this phony, anemic, bloodless religion. But that's not what I want. I'm a pilgrim and I want to make it to God. Amen. I want to make it to heaven. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. I'm almost quitting. I'm almost quitting. Just a little bit. Worship God in the beauty of holiness. Hallelujah. Amen. I wrote a bunch of things here. I don't, I, don't, I don't feel like saying. You know, some people don't like holiness. I was telling you the story about Tim Hudson. I don't even remember if I finished. I'm sorry. But Tim Hudson, they were sitting there, and I guess he's all right. I'm telling him. He told it. I'm quoting him. Okay, I'm not saying all. They were sitting there and riding, and the Holy Ghost came on him, and yeah, he was having some things in his church, and he said, "God, I'm the pastor. What am I supposed to do?" And the Lord spoke to him and said, nothing. He said, God, I'm the pastor. God said, nothing. God said, there is, I've got some scores to settle with some people in that church. He said, there are people in that church that hate holiness. And I am holiness. That's what God said. It's not unscriptural, my friend. Hallelujah. He said, I am holiness. And after a while, he said, after a while, the Lord run them out. He said, God pulled the cover back on them. You hear me? He said, God pulled the cover back and let everybody see what had been there. Let everybody see what was really, really there. You'd begin to crack down on them and they would get so mad and hateful and angry and something so evil would come out in them. But God had pulled it back. Amen. Amen.
God had pulled it back. If you'll continue on, amen, we can make it. We can make it for God. Amen. Somebody say, why are you doing that? Why are you doing this? But it's because we're children of God. So let's continue on for God. One last thing in this list that he says, and I'm quitting. Let's all stand up, if you will. Let's all stand. Last thing he says, holiness with sobriety. Sobriety can mean soberness from alcohol. That's good. But it's also talking about sober-minded holiness with sobriety. Staying in the middle of the road, I believe. Not going all the way to the right. You know, I don't, I don't know if you've heard it, but I don't believe in, I'm not saying me, I'm just saying some folks say, I don't believe in deodorant, and I believe in deodorant, praise God. Hallelujah. I'm saying, don't go so far to the right, don't go so far to the left. There is the right road which we can walk. But my friend, I, I don't know if you've encountered it, but it seems like most folks are, 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 are not so worried about you going so far to the right or to the left. They're saying the right road that you're on, you're too far. You're overly, you're overdoing it. You're overdoing it for God. Why are you doing that? Amen. You're not overdoing it for God. Continue on for God. Continue on in the Word of God, in holiness. Amen. Witness to people. Talk about the Lord. I was telling somebody the other day about the things that I'm preaching to you now and it almost felt like something was saying stop be quiet amen don't be quiet that's what the devil wants you to do the light that God has given you you can't hide it and put it under a bushel you can't you can't put it away but continue on in it continue on we've got revival coming on let's pray let's seek the Lord amen let's, let's examine ourselves amen and continue on for the Lord let's go amen
through.